of the Red and White Podcast, and I want to say thanks to Millie Vaughn for the intro music. Uh, I really like that beat. Uh, you also should check it out if you haven't seen it or heard it on SoundCloud. Uh, link's been, I think it's in my description, but I'll put it again in the description of the podcast. It's got some good, some good beats there. This is a random side note, but I've always wished that I could create uh, a track that became a one-hit wonder. That's it. Just want one good song that everybody listens to. I think that'd be really cool. but All right, we're back with the, the People's Edition of the podcast. I think a lot of y'all liked that. And to be honest, it helps me. It helps me with uh, without having a co-host. Um, the people get to be my co-host. So, so here we are. I'm going to – I asked a question out on Twitter. I said, has this team – mid-season review, has this team exceeded or met your expectations – and what do you feel like going forward? And I got some really good comments, and to no surprise, I think there's uh, some intelligent listeners of this podcast, so thank you. Thank you for participating. Um, uh, of course, I always got the the folks that are perpetually down and are always expecting the worst uh, or the worst um, from state athletics. But those are, you know, those are becoming less... Uh, as things progress, as this team gets better, as people are starting to evolve from that thinking, from that very uh, doomsday-ish mentality. And to be honest, I was always one of them. I had the same sort of, you know, waiting for the sky to fall. But, I, I, you know, I can see progress, and I think a lot of y'all can. So I think we've gotten a lot of good comments. And, and so I'll just jump into it here. Uh, James Cunningham, my boy. Uh, NC State, as far as... Well, NC State so far has met, if not exceeded, my expectations. I figured this was an eight to nine win team. The defense looks better than I thought. I figured they would lose to West Virginia, either BC or UVA, and two more. Now I see them as a nine ten win team with a, sh- with a shot on a year six bowl game. Yeah, I mean I think that's that's realistic. I think a lot of people felt that way. Eight eight wins was I think beginning of the year everybody was right around there. Not me, but everybody else was. Um, I think this team is better than uh, better than expected, uh, and, and so I agree. I don't. I didn't think us. I, I didn't see us losing to BC or UVA. I thought that would, both those teams were um, overhyped, and we match up pretty well for pretty well with them. So, uh, David Stanford, this team is more complete than last year's, plus a kicker, but they make too many odd mistakes, i.e., Finley's weird interceptions last Saturday. Fifth-year senior should make those plays if they focus. And they play to their ability. They can give Clemson all they want and a bit more. And, yeah, I agree. I, I think every team has has those days and has those times when um, you know, they just play like kids, I guess. I mean, and, and that's it. That's what they are. And I think you've heard a lot of coaches say it before. Hey, you never know what's happening off the field, right? They're, somebody's – girlfriend breaks up with them or they do bad on a test and they have, they're just mentally in another place. And I think that's that's normal for a college team. It's very rare that you don't see those those mistakes or those kind of games from teams. But the fact that State won 
that BC game playing like that and that we you know we talked about last week. I think that should show a little bit better um, a little bit a little bit more consistency, right? And a little bit better uh, program. You know, a little bit everything's in a little bit healthier spot. I, I think the you know, and I and I mentioned it last week, Finley's interceptions and leading up to that I said it after the UVA game. I thought he made some aggressive throws, and maybe not the smartest throws. He threw into some some coverage that he probably shouldn't have. And I think at BC that came back to bite him. And luckily it didn't come back to bite the team. But you know he's definitely got to keep that under control. And for the most part he does. He takes some aggressive throws, and that's fine. Uh, but maybe the dumb throws are, are the ones that are or are more concerning. When you, I think he was trying to throw it out of bounds. Um, but the one in the red zone that the defensive end picked, I mean, that was just a terrible throw. It was just a bad play. So, yeah, don't make those mistakes. Uh, my man Tucker, expectations. Expectation was having 8-4 and four win season, uh, winning shootouts uh, versus schedule that looked better, West Virginia, FSU, uh, or an FSU not headed for five and seven defense, defense, and specifically the front four as a group have been better than ex- anyone could have expected. I think raising the ceiling of this team to a top ten quality. Yeah, I agree. I think that's also part of the what we're seeing, and maybe it's this team has met the expectations, but the rest of the league has been pretty shitty. Uh, you know, F- nobody expected FSU to be you know this bad, and expected Louisville to be this bad. I think they're few and far between. Uh, we've gotten a lot of comments about the West Virginia, and I'll address that in a second. The second half of Tucker's tweet, still don't think we've seen the offense max out having multiple score leads each fourth quarter and being in close games on, in ground mode. 10-2 and two feels like the low end. BC is as sloppy as they're going to play and still beat a ball team. Yeah, I agree. I think that's it. I think BC was probably as bad as we'll see this team play. At least that's what I hope. And so moving forward, um, you know, that sh- everything should get better. You know, the BC thing, too, wasn't like BC beat us into those bad plays. I, I think the one interception the, the linebacker made was a, was a great play. He dropped back into coverage, and I think you saw uh, the Patriots. Uh, Hightower did that against Mahomes last night, too. But basically the same exact thing. Faked a blitz, dropped back in the zone. Uh, Mahomes didn't pick it up, and Finley didn't pick it up either, and they threw this the almost exact same interception on a, what it would look to be like a little slant route. So good play there. Other than that, I don't think BC beat us into making mistakes. I think we just made some mistakes. And this team is, in my opinion, better than that. And they will get uh, they will get better and they'll show out a little bit more. Uh, so I'm not too concerned about teams making us make those mistakes. It's can we keep from beating ourselves? And I think they will. Uh, regarding West Virginia, we got a few comments about that. Um, and Jared Owen says it in, in his tweet, almost impossible question for me to answer. So many of my expectations revolved around team's performance in the West Virginia game. I think we've played a good football against some decent teams, but still feels like we have no good point of reference. Yeah, understandable, but I, th- I think Virginia, and so to be fair, Jared's tweet was before the Virginia beat Miami, uh, but we said it all along. I think Virginia and BC are decent teams, and they have some dynamic playmakers that I think are a pretty good frame of reference. I mean, I think Bryce Perkins is a very good quarterback for um, Virginia. At least he he challenges a defense with his running ability. 
And even though BC didn't have AJ Dillon, they still have other other playmakers. And uh, you know, I thought Glimes looked really good for them. And um, if their wide receiver holds on to a couple of balls, I mean, it's you know he can play too. So yeah, it's hard to say. But West Virginia just lost to Iowa State, and Iowa State just dismantled them. If you look at the box score, I think West Virginia had 130 yards or 170 yards offense in that game, which is unbelievable. But it's what we've been saying the whole time. They hadn't really played anybody. They got super hyped because they have Will Greer, but Greer threw three or four, three interceptions, I think, that game. And, you know, Iowa State had the answer for them. And Iowa State's, I mean, they're Iowa State, right? They did. Granted, they've lost to good teams this year, but they're still Iowa State, and uh, you know they just dismantled West Virginia. So I'm not sure we should have been air quotes scared of that game. I'm not sure many Wolfpack fans were scared of that game. Um, realistically, yeah, I know that was the uh, kind of the narrative around it, but I I don't know, man. I felt pretty good going into that game. John Tart, the legendary JT, nice nice Twitter handle. I think it's hard to say. We would have had a good evaluation after playing the toughest team on the schedule up to this point, West Virginia, but played BC in- instead, who was probably a bit overrated. Still think UVA is underrated in their division. I'm skittish. Yeah, I, th- I think that's right. I think that's th- the same thing. I mean, BC a little overrated, UVA a little underrated. But I think State pretty much dominated both those games. Now, even though they maybe the scores don't reflect it, you watch those games, and neither one of those teams had a, had a real chance. This team is 11-1 and one good, BLPAC 90. Got to stay healthy and focused. And I think that is the biggest concern. Can you stay focused? Can you keep yourself from making those mistakes? I think so. I think they've kind of showed that a little bit, beating, uh, you know, Again, you know, I, I, I hate to keep saying this every time. Hey, we've played JMU. JMU's a good, JMU's a good team. They've they've averaged something like fifty points a game since our game. Um, and Marshall's not bad. And going, be able to go to Marshall and win that game, and you know, pretty much control it. I, I think these are signs. Maybe they're not the the whole picture, but at least it shows that this team can can stay focused and give Doran credit, man. Every Almost every year since he's been here, he's played. His teams have played well on the road, and they've they've been able to stay focused. And you know, I think that's important. And so I, I agree with you, BL back. I think that's important. Uh, Jody, offense is exceptional despite an off game for Finley against BC. Glad to see the running game take off. Finally, thanks to Person and Gillespie, Harmon is on fire. Definitely exceeding expectations. Easily a 10-win team, provided they don't make stupid mistakes. One thing I've, I've had an interesting thought about the offense, at least interesting to me, uh, but my one thought about the offense is we haven't really seen them hit big plays. Haven't seen them hit many deep shots over the top. And I'm, I'm not sure if that's by design. Could be. They, maybe they don't need to take those risks. And I think that's part of well, a lot of people are seeing, you know, we're saying you know, offense is good, but we haven't dominated. And I think you're, you're probably referring to that, maybe not intentionally, but uh, being able to score at will. They've, they've taken long, methodical drives, which is the approach I think they want to take because they know that they can 
they can do that and they can score. Uh, but I think as fans, we kind of want to see those high-impact plays and being able to take control quickly. I think they have the talent to do that. I don't think they've tried to do that. A few a few shots down the field, sure. Um, it seems like Harmon's always leaving his feet to catch balls, which is fine. He makes the catches. Uh, but I think we all want to see that uh, those big plays. Um, maybe that's just selfish. I'm not sure if that's by design or not. Um, and the running game takeoff. Yeah, I think the O-line is starting to click a little better. And, and there's no coincidence. And I, I posted a screenshot and a gif of this on Twitter a couple weeks back. Uh, Skullthorpe getting more PT. There's definitely a correlation to that and the running game success because dude is just just laying people out. Um, he, I mean, he's just mauling them. And you see that uh, down the field. Watch his second-level blocks. He's putting guys in the ground, and that's really opening up holes for these guys, and I think that's starting to develop a little bit. Uh, I, I've been really impressed with, with him. The O-line in particular has been playing really well, and I think that's going to be an interesting uh, – we'll talk about it more in the next episode, but it's going to be an interesting um, matchup with Clemson. Uh, Zade, so far exceeding expectations, especially the defense. We lost so many guys to the draft, but the D-line is still putting pressure, and our corners are doing okay. Our biggest test of the season is next week. We'll be able to gauge if we're truly something special. I agree. I think this. I said it last week. This is the biggest game that State has played in a long, long time. You win this game, and you have a, a two-game, basically a two-game cushion on winning the coast winning the Atlantic and playing somebody from the seemingly mediocre as always coastal uh, and I you know we've also talked about losing so many guys to the draft and what this is doing I think what this whole, 5 and 0 start top 15 team is 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 doing is is getting people to notice what Doran and his staff are doing right they, everybody's everybody has said it in every game just every announcer at some point said hey, they lost so much to draft and it's amazing that they can be competitive but that's what happens when you build depth and that's like what he's doing so interesting um, Trent Pinkley I'm gonna Pilkington sorry I'm gonna butcher your name Normally, the turnovers made BC an automatic loss in recent years. But parts of this game we were so dominant, and that dominance has never shown itself in those same recent years, first BC, Wake Forest kind of games. Also, we get to play a measure stick type game. West Virginia was that game. Uh, he also goes on. With that said, and with the whole ACC being down from normal, this team is good enough to win every game, all barring a clemson style letdown that we have experienced in the past. We have the potential to dominate every team but Clemson. Yeah, 100%. One thing that Dustin and I used to talk about is the stars aligning. I think it was 2006 when the stars aligned for Wake Forest. and Teams were bad and they were okay. They had a bunch of seniors and ended up winning, uh, winning the conference, right? winning the Atlantic. And the stars are aligning for us, right? If you have that dynamic quarterback. You have those dynamic playmakers. You have a good defense. You have the depth. of uh, Things are starting to come along. 
you know, that we can control, but then everybody else being pretty bad is another part. So I think that's interesting. It's a, it's a good point, but, you know, it really makes me excited for this weekend. This game this weekend is going to be is, is so big. And I'm going to record another another episode, put it out later in the week, talking about the Clemson game. But I, I wanted to give everybody a chance to kind of express themselves and how they feel. And I think the general consensus is exceeding expectations. And I don't know how you could see otherwise. Um, even if you expected State to be 4-0 or 6-0 at this point, playing like they're playing and how they're doing it, I'm not sure many people expected that. So, uh, the other thing I want to note, and this is a um, different subject, but it was a tweet that I thought was interesting and, and, and on point. And J.R. Walker, you know, four-star commit from Clayton, picks uh, Virginia Tech in a kind of surprise fashion over State. I think everybody thought for a long time he was going to State. Uh, it was, but he picked Virginia Tech over State in South Carolina and somebody else. I'm not sure who. But Jai, Jay, Jay Kumar, the real Jay Kumar, um, he said, I don't know, but regardless, this is marked change and where it's shocked that we lose a recruit to Virginia Tech. So while this sucks, it speaks to where we've come from. And I was like, that was the best way to possibly put that. Now you're competing with Virginia Techs and Tennessees and Clemsons for the players. And you're not competing with um, ECUs and App States. And not to say we always were, but the guys that we're signing now are at a whole different level. They have more scholarship offers, big programs, and you're starting to see that play out. And so, yeah, I thought that was an interesting point. Hey, we lost a kid to Virginia Tech. Can you hate him? He went to Virginia Tech. Notre Dame, I think that was probably a huge uh, electric atmosphere, you know, all that jazz, and maybe got caught up in excitement. I, I imagine it's probably still a ways to go before this one's over. Um, but regardless, all right, you're, you're <laughs> that's a perfect glass half full tweet, right? And that's, a, and that's the right thought. Um, but that's it. Uh, I think everybody's mid season reviews, pretty much, we're feeling pretty good right now. Top 15. So, uh, as always, thanks for your input. It helps. And we'll be back. I'll be back later in the week with uh, a little bit of a Clemson preview and get everybody's thoughts on that as well. But as always, go pack and thanks for listening.